Guten Tag and welcome to a star to steer her by. Oompa! Oompa. Oh, can you, can you replace our intro song this week with like a Oompa? Oompa band? <laughs> if, if I can find a public domain one, maybe. Today we Have are eating bratwurst. Yeah. Oh. It's German week. For some reason. For some reason. <laughs> it's German week? What is this? The Great British Bake Off? <laughs> oh, God. Not racist enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're terrible. No, uh, this is actually Star to Steer Her By. Not Woo. The, well, we should do a Woo. baking episode for our TikTok. <laughs> um, <laughs> if this is anything like the MySpace thing, we start talking about it now, we'll have a TikTok in like five years. Nice. We're going to run so late tonight, guys. Well, You're all getting Wars, so punchy. We're going to do the Star thing. Oh, good, the Star Welcome thing. Welcome to the Star War uh, podcast. <laughs> Today we're doing two episodes of Star Trek Voyager. Arthur Arthur, the Aardvark, <laughs> and Friendship One. Ah, ah, ah. ah. <laughs> My name is Jake, and joining me today are... Chris. Ames. Caitlin. <gasps> Welcome, everybody, to our podcast. It's German week. It's German week. <laughs> we forgot about that already. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> No, we are talking about two episodes. You already said what the names were, but the first... say you just did that. Doing <laughs> <laughs> the intro oh, again. Fuck. It's always fun to do the intro. Do twice. we need to introduce ourselves? Is that where we're no, at? No, we already no, did, we just that. did that. Oh no! Are you serious? Did no, you? Forget? Oh, okay. I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> we are fucked. Now Ames is broken. It's very humid in here. It's disgusting. So it is. Let's this it is up. actually. So this is a very momentous thing. This is both our three hundred fourteenth episode. <gasps> Hi. Hi. Pie episode. Pie episode. We should have made pie. And we're also covering the, according to this card here, the 600th episode of Star Trek. Holy Live action. Shit. Live action starting. Not, not, we're, we're not counting TAS like we really shouldn't. Yeah, no. Yeah. Fuck that show. Well, as I was gonna say, because that, like that would make doesn't. sense because we generally cover two episodes a week and we're just over 300. Plus we yeah. have a bunch of 10 forwards. Well, those are numbered separately. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. So... Anyway, happy birthday, Star Trek. Happy birthday, us. Happy birthday, us. Happy Pie Day to you. I love pie, man. Kind of a mix. Some, some pies. Jake and I disagree on pie I think all the time. I'm more of a cake cake man. I, yeah, I think I was when I was a kid, but I think now i really more of a pie person. Really? Because it's all about the crust for me. The crust mm. is the thing. Yeah. See, with cakes, certain frostings fucking ruin it. And oh, certain frostings fucking make it. You see, I, I would eat just pure sugar. <laughs> Therefore, the more the sweeter, the better for frosting me. Okay, as much as I want, I would love to talk about pie for another hour. We really should talk about Star Trek. That can be forward eventually. Cream Ooh. pies. That's a sex thing. Jesus Christ. Um, no. Uh, yeah, so first we're going to be talking about the episode Arthur, Arthur, Author, Author. Wait, can I respond to Ames' Jesus Christ really quick? Yeah. Super it was a virgin shy. birth, Ames. There was no cream pie involved. Uh, author, author. Author, author. The Holy Ghost's ectoplasm. Honor, author. Whoa. Anyway, author, author. 
This episode first aired on April 18th, 2000. I shouldn't read, just read the card. Should you I? can read the card. It'll get you through it. Um, it's so, just like I fucking wrote it for a reason. All right. So long story Sometimes less long. It's uh, not even a long story. The doctor. That dick. <laughs> has gone about and written himself a little play. He wrote a fanfic. A fanfic a about himself. Uh-huh. Our fanfics are going to be so much uh, better. Called Photons Be Free. And it's all about how he mistreated he is. But anyway, we also have now we have just established two way communication with yeah, the Alpha yeah, yeah. Quadrant. So for eleven minutes a day. For, yeah, but still, it's like it's uh, more than we had before. It's more than we had yeah. before, and it basically you know takes away the entire conceit of the show. So <laughs> that's f- cool. There's six episodes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we have full. We have more or less daily two way communication, real time with the Alpha Quadrant, during which everyone gets a couple minutes to call home, call their friends, call their family. How's Mark doing? Uh, yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Probably... Fucking his new wife. No yowza. Shit. And beating Janeway's dog probably. That dog was put down the minute Voyager disappeared. No, yeah, you raise a good point. Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't out of malice. She was very old, and it was actually a kindness. <laughs> okay, I hope so. No. Damn. <laughs> Mark's, Mark's a scumbag. No. So uh, yeah. So uh, everyone's calling home. That's the B plot. By the way, uh, I'll just cover that real quick. Everyone's calling home. There's a great scene where Harry Kim calls his mother. Great uh, scene. Okay. I mean, there's a scene. I mean, it's just. I mean, it's just. You know, it's typical mom stuff. I guess. You know. Oh, I'm gonna write your captain a letter. Put in a good word for my boy Harry. How's the clarinet going, sweetie? Actually, oh, saxophone I'm, now, mom. No, I'm, I'm, cool doing, now, I'm doing mom. the Bill Clinton thing. Yes, we brought it up. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, and then uh, and that all comes to a conclusion when um, Seven of Nine makes contact with her living aunt, uh, belo- like beloved, old, beloved no? aunt on uh, on Earth, <laughs> uh, <laughs> adoring sister, beloved, beloved aunt. aunt. On Earth, who, yeah, a little, little old, but maybe not too old. I, I mean, know. we don't know what the gap was between her and her sibling. Yeah, well, I know, but I just feel like she looks like she's her grandmother, you know? Oh, I thought. Oh, sweetie. Because how old is Seven supposed to be? Sorry, you're trying to intro. Yeah. Just I go ahead and get through. you used to come to my house and eat my cream pies. You are no. such a little bitch. No. Oh, my God. I still pie love day. cream pies, Grandma. <laughs> Pie day, everyone. Happy pie day. Um, no, she likes uh, strawberry tarts. tarts which is Sounds good. Kind of a pie. Who does Torres call? This fucking lightning. Torres calls her dad and bug flying around. Is and yeah, that's saying. a thing. So anyway, uh, we have family family making contact oh, yeah. with each other. Oh, it's a beetle. Oh, oh. Jesus, fuck me. I'll <laughs> <laughs> stay in. I don't care. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Fucking Christ, where is it? <laughs> oh no. Oh no, we shouldn't have let Jake know about the bug. He's gonna tear apart the house now. It's okay, Jake. It's these doors and windows in this house that open. <laughs> God. Whoa. Wait, I'm hot. Alright, let's see. like a fucking airlock, you know, or like a decontamination room. <laughs> I'll get the, the gel. gel. <laughs> that, that's Enterprise. We're not there yet. Gross. Can we? We gotta move along. We I'm, do. I'm we about, do. I'm literally about to die. Right, you know, I need a drink. All Here right. Chill the fuck out. Doctor wrote a book. Doctor. Doctor wrote a book, and he's call and he's using his time to call home and talk to uh, his publisher. 
who's a bullion and who seems sleazy bullion. Very sleazy. Um, well, and you know who he is? That's the voice of Donatello in the original Turtles cartoon. Really? Oh, I didn't wow. look it up, but I would bet money on it. <laughs> look it up, Chris. How much money you bet putting down, Caitlin? Uh, how much? Are, uh, I don't know. Let's say uh, I'm pretty poor. How about ten bucks? No one's gonna take you up on the bet because no one gives a shit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, Doctor. So, so anyway. So he he lets Tom watch his or play. It's more like an interactive video game. And then Tom discovers that it really is just a fanfic about Voyager, but he's changed just enough details to not get to hopefully not get in trouble. He's given Tom a mustache and calls him Marseille instead of Paris. I'm, get it? I'm Clever. so honestly, it took me a minute to get it. I was like Marseille, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, they got Bajoran Chakotay with the most epic tattoo. He's great. <laughs> the tattooed terror, or whatever. The Seven fuck of nine called. is some kind of weird robot lady. I don't even know. Three of eight. Yeah, but she and she or, or, yeah something I don't know. It's on the card, but I'll like don't, don't worry about it. Balana is just human lady. <laughs> Jane uh, Janeway is just bitch Janeway. Yeah, she's just Janeway, except instead of blowing up the ship all the time, she's just murdering crew members. Tra- that tracks. Yeah, so uh, Harry Kim is Trill Trill Harry. And a hypochondriac. <laughs> I don't. Did we ever see? Hollow Neelix? Do we see? No, him? we do not. That's probably why he liked the goddamn thing. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, good, you haven't disparaged my character." No, he liked it because he was going in undercover and trying to get the doctor to do the right thing. No, I know, and I, know. I loved it. Yeah. Go they on, Jim. We do have we have sadistic human Tuvok, uh, which again, not that not much that, with goatee. With goatee. Yeah. Oh shit! It's Look at Tuvok's fine. beard. So uh, yeah, I can't remember if there was any, did we, was there anything missed. I don't think so. I think you got everybody. So yeah, um, and then Tom's like, uh, Doc, this is fucked up. And then he lets other people play it. And like at first people are like, oh, it's probably not so bad. And then progressively everyone else that watches it is like, yeah, this is fucked up. Which is kind of shitty because they didn't have this reaction to Tuvok's little video game. In, uh, well, he didn't make everyone game. caricatures of themselves. No, but he did make some of them assholes. No, he, he made them realistic. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, that's just because some of them were assholes. Uh, so, finally, they, they, you know, they're like, oh, the doctor's like, oh, my artistic integrity. No, I have to, it has to be this way. This is the way I wanted to write it. It's not about you. It's just, you know, I drew in what I knew. And, you know, you're the only people I've ever met, literally. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to be mad at him with logic like that, though. Yeah. could have just written about Dinara Pell. We love Dinara Pell. So that's then, So then Tom <laughs> hacks his, his game. Oh, like a fucking dick. Like a fucking dick. Uh, ruins it, makes and like turns it on its head, and, and makes the doctor a really awful, gross person. Um, oh, but like way worse. It like they make him like a fucking sex pest. Yeah, I feel like that's worse than anything he did to them. That's true. I don't know. Maybe don't know. Janeway, he... a murderer, was pretty bad. Image frequently comes off as a sex pest. So yeah, but the. I mean, it was it was actually hilariously acted. I thought by Picardo, his the sleazy the sleazy doctor. I mean, you you put that comb over on someone, and it just yeah happens naturally. The man plays a good sleaze, and it's really only a couple steps removed from Zimmerman. Like, mm. I don't think Zimmerman would ever like use say Klingon aphrodisiac. Well, I was gonna say like Rehypnol, but mm. I do believe he might think not saying no might mean yes. 
Ooh. Zimmerman just seems like a sleaze. Yeah, DS9 Zimmerman especially. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. It's, yeah, it's hard to gross. imagine. Voyager, Voyager Zimmerman would just make himself a holographic vagina to bang. And probably there. <laughs> you just add a vagina to all his his flies. To his house flies. Hey, anyway. Are we still in the synopsis? Yeah. yeah. Jake. It's not, it's not my fault. Other people keep <laughs> it's, interjecting it's, No, no, it's shit. actually really my fault, to be honest. So, um, sorry, Jake. I'll all stop. Right, so, point, so anyway, so finally that... that Let's the doctor realize, oh yeah, maybe it's not great to make my friends look like assholes. So he calls his publisher and is like, listen, don't publish a thing. I'm going to make some changes. And then when I'm done, I'll send you the new draft and you can publish that. But before anything, turns out the publisher has gone ahead and published it anyway. And it's very popular and it's making people think Voyager's a bunch of assholes. So, So daddy calls up and says, Janeway... You're making us look like schmucks. Uh, we didn't authorize anything like this. Stay in the Delta Quadrant. Stay in the fucking Delta Quadrant. And she's like, okay, uh, sorry, Doc, what the fuck? I thought we weren't publishing we this. We talked about this. And he's like, I told the fucking... Th- God damn it. And then he calls the publisher, and the publisher's like, yeah, well, I published it because, like, you're just like a hologram, and I don't give a fuck. So then <laughs> they do a whole measure of a man thing. Uh, and in the end, the doctor is ruled to be able to control his work. And He's ruled to be an artist, if not a person. Yes, because... He's uh, chat GPT. You have to credit him. But, like, I feel like you sort of left out the part where he isn't really just trying to, like, shit on his colleagues so much as, like, bring, like... Oh, yeah, that's the other bit, yeah. To bring, um, uh... What do awareness. You call it? Awareness, thanks, to the, the plight of, um... Holograms, yeah. especially yeah, the Mach stuff. Yeah, because he's oh yeah, because they're literally in fucking mines. They're fucking slaves. That's fucked up. And they get to read presumably the revised version. No, no I, think I think they, they read, read the, the original. original. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it's just like fair like, enough. Yeah, yeah. My my one thought when watching is like, oh, Janeway seems mostly accurate, yeah. <laughs> aside from killing the crewman. She does love killing a crewman, and she does hate the doctor so much. Yeah, but then by the end of this episode, she's, like, standing up for him like crazy. But, like, in the most backhanded way she can think of. Yeah. Because like, let works. me tell you about this time that he was a fucking little bastard. Because that's what the people she's talking to would respond to. Yeah, I understand. True. I'm just saying. That's how you play a courtroom, which is why courtrooms fucking suck. Yeah. There, there's, it's so, it's, it's a little awkward because it's like. Obviously, having the Doctor's version of the characters be so over the top was to try to, I think, just make... Because all I could think was, like, in a way, it, it's... I get what they're going for, but it does kind of also feel like, you know, there, there's that issue of, like, allyship that falters in the face of recognizing one's own failings isn't real allyship. Um, Give us an example. Well, like, just like, you know, don't make white people too uncomfortable. <laughs> If you want to keep them on your side. And this feels like kind of a version of that. Mm. Uh, except that, again, at the end of the day, like, some of the exaggerations are so over the top. You're like... So I feel like, again, this is kind of like a, an attempt at something they slightly bungled again. A little. Um, yeah, the thing about this episode is, from what I understand, they didn't know where... Like, they, they had trouble breaking the story, and they didn't know where it was going to... Like, how to end it. Oh, Jesus. And they thought to themselves, okay, we could do, like, this courtroom scene. But no, we shouldn't do that, because that's just measure of a man again. So that hadn't been the point from the beginning? No! Yeah, and, like, it was such a shit version of Measure of a Man that was watered down. It wasn't if they had, good. Yeah, if they had just made more Measure of a Man, like, points, it might have 
been more. I just think I think I, they should know, have it avoided like, it altogether. Uh, see, I think it felt like two episodes stapled together. It felt and like I, three. And I preferred the Measure Romance stuff to the like Everybody's exaggerated, mad at me. yeah, exaggerated characters. The distracting. That's not me stuff. The distracting thing was that they didn't invoke measure of a man in the trial. That's a good point. Like, you think, like, hey, we're talking about the personhood of an artificial intelligent being. Gee, is there any precedent? Well, I think the thing is that, we're, that we've since learned is that, that there wasn't, that wasn't precedent. That, like, maybe because it wasn't an official court and it was just, you know, she was just like the local JAG officer or whatever. Well, that was the thing. That was a <laughs> star... JAG off. That was a Starfleet <laughs> thing. This was a Federation judge. No, that's true. But, like, because they, A, they tried to pull that shit with Data again with LOL. True, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, Data starts off as Sung property and not, like, under Starfleet or Federation, mm. whilst the EMHs are all Starfleet property specifically, I believe. Like, they yeah. were built for Starfleet. Yeah. Data was built for fun. But here's the thing. It is a huge fucking problem for Starfleet yep. if, the, if the EMHs are ruled as people Mm -hmm. oh yeah because they'll stop building them (laughs) they have to and like they obviously can't let them work in the mines what do you what do you do like they just what you can't they can live in a holodeck somewhere i guess this whole trial was just such a such a what's the word i don't know sham kangaroo court yeah, kind of, not even that. A what dog what and is pony meant show. by kangaroo court, please? I was gonna ask the same thing. It's it's like a sham, yeah. <laughs> but like, cause thing here's the thing. Like this guy is ostensibly a federation judge, but he's sitting there next to an admiral who has a very vested interest in this book getting pulled. Yeah, but but at the same time, like it's damned if you damned if you don't. Because like I said, if if the, if he was to say, if the magistrate judge or whatever was to say. Yes, yes, he's a he's a real boy. Well, and that's why the judge pulled his punch and was like, um, well, I'm not going to make the hard call, but I'll say he's an artist? Shrug? Yeah, I'm going to pass the buck all the way to someone who's not me. But let's be honest, that's kind of the state of the judiciary quite free- frequently. It's like, I'm going to pass this on to a different court, or I'm going to give a half-assed judgment that can be dealt with later or i can see this may make precedent so i'm not gonna start myself i I, I ain't i ain't signing off on this i'm a coward what if i say the wrong thing and people get mad at me yeah it's it's possibly the most realistic depiction of the judiciary yet in star trek in that regard (laughs) i don't know who who directed this episode but the visual of like at the end of the trial it to me it looked like the actor playing the judge is like okay my scenes are done because they like kept the camera on as like the, the actor just like walked away <laughs> I didn't notice. it wasn't it wasn't like an official like okay well, these proceedings are complete it's like okay the thing's over and then like the guy just gets up and, and wanders off the issue i had was that at first i thought he was the bullion's lawyer because first of all they were both dressed in the same fucking oh, outfit they were like next to each other and that, he was kind of like weird smirking when the bullion was making his points like yeah i'm on your side it's like okay so that's his lawyer it's like oh you're the ju- oh my god you are so biased hmm Good thing it's a moneyless society, or that guy would definitely be bribing you. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like a lot of the points made in this. I feel like, yeah, like like I said, I feel like it's the the two plots are disjointed. Completely. Like, there's a hard stop when it's like, oh, this got up to the public, and now we're in a different episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Changing gears. Yeah, exactly. And you yeah. felt it, like you f- could feel the. Shift. Yeah, it's almost like another director walked in and said, it's my show now. A different writer walked in, even. <laughs> it's just 
Yeah. I will say, I never thought I'd, I'd say this, because very few people can, but uh, Paris pulled off that mustache. Really? I, yeah, I mean, at the so? end of shooting he did, because it was so <laughs> fucking fake. But overall, it's like, if he wanted to grow that mustache, I, I feel like he could, you know, I mean, he looks like a football coach, but... Yeah. You know, he's got, he's got, he does scruff now. Yeah. Oh, you know what he looks Scruffier. like? He looks like, um, Ted Lasso. Hmm. A little bit. Who I don't think is a football coach. But he is! literally just, a football coach. Oh, is he? I've it, never but, seen But soccer show, football, no so... Oh, okay. Is that right? Yeah. Is that the premise of the show? Well, he's like an American who somehow winds up coaching an English soccer team. What? I don't know much beyond that. I should, we should, um, well. It was so weird. Like, again, there were, there were good points wrapped up in strangeness. Yeah. And a lot of, like, there were some very good funny moments. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the actors were clearly. Yeah. You give them something new to do and, and get to, like, be exaggerated forms of their characters. And you can see, like, oh, yeah, Tim Ross is having the time of his yeah, life I mean, in his .5 second yeah. scene. Yeah, it very much felt like they wanted to do kind of a mirror universe Like Living thing. Witness? Yeah, it was a, yeah. But, but like, yeah. I got that vibe, Witness, too. But, like. But yeah, but but didn't want to actually do Mirror Universe, so they came up with this. I do like uh, fake Kim. Really, like, with my luck, I'll get all of them. It's like, yeah, with your luck, you would actually. Yeah, like, with your no, luck, you damn near do. No, Harry, it's not that your character's a hypochondriac. It's that you're the, the most the, unlucky man in the world. Yeah, you've been in the sick bay more than anyone else, except for the literal hypochondriac from Good Shepherd. Yeah, um, he's cured now, magically, because of Janeway. <laughs> Oh no, because of space bugs. Yeah, something. Space space disease. Um, Harry was a trill, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. He looked good with the spots. He did. Yeah, I I I loved the uh, the the mobile emitter gag. That was a good. Yeah, that That was was a good good touch because I can see the EMH considering it a burden, and it's something that makes him feel different. Yeah, it reminds him that he is not one of everybody else. When he explains it, you're like, oh, okay, I never, because again, you just think of it as like, oh, he must be so grateful for this thing, but it's like, yeah, it, but he can't exist without it. Yeah. Outside of that one fucking room. Yeah, but they also, like, the mobile emitter, it's, it's like a, it's like a medical device, right? Like, there's plenty of people that have to have medical devices glasses, right? Like, well, yeah, but again, I think for some folks, depending on the, I mean, glasses are just sort of de rigueur because they've been around for so long. But if you think about somebody with like, you know, it, it would be like a... Like a pod for... Um, an insulin pump. In, yeah, like yeah, an insulin pump. But I only feel like or that's like, the case if... Or a wheelchair. Or... Yeah, like I, I can see how it's something that for him... But yeah, dresser's like, what? It makes your life easier. He's like, yeah, but it's also a noticeable thing that makes me different. And like, I feel like there were some good points lost under the weird comedy and strange courtroom thing. Is there comedy? Attempted. I was just kidding. That was my attempted comedy. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, 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 I enjoyed the the fun that the cast seemed to be having. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Again, like you said, even Picardo playing Sleaze Doc was Yeah, I thought that was terrific. Cool. He does play a good Sleaze. He does. Like when he was Hyde that day. And mm-hmm. That other day when he was hitting on he, every, every woman on the ship. He contorted his jaw in this way that must have been so uncomfortable, but mm. looked great. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, forget, I forget if we actually talked about this during the recording and if we did, if it made it in, but... Cool, cool. The weird retcon that apparently Tom wrote Captain Proton? Yeah. I assumed he just wrote the holodeck Proton programs he's been doing for... on the Voyager. But that's, like, I, I, I don't know, because I'd always assumed the idea was Captain Proton was, like, just 
a pastiche of real-world things that existed already. I'm guessing that maybe Captain Proton was actually like a 1930s serial that was real. And that he just wrote more of them. And then he wrote a bunch of fanfic, basically. Yeah. I guess, but I, I just feel like the way they talked about it before, it seemed like they'd already existed and he was just playing them. Yeah, that's what I thought too, but maybe maybe that's not the case. Maybe he I, I feel created like, those programs. I feel like this is more like, well, we never said he didn't. Or yeah. maybe even the ones we've seen already were ones that pre-existed, and then he wrote some more because he liked playing them so much and he ran out of them. Yeah. yeah that, that seems very Tom-like to me. Yeah. Like, we know when we saw Worst Case Scenario, like, he wants to come up with fun plots for things. Yeah, yeah. And he and knows he knows how to structure a story and all this stuff. Yeah. Well, that was the point of that episode, is that he didn't. He wasn't good at it. Tuvok well, had to learned. teach him the, well, he, the he was, tenets of dramatic whatever. He, he was good at ridiculous craziness. Yeah, yeah. and that's what, that's what Captain Proton is. Yeah. yeah. Lowbrow, exactly. Oh, God, and it turns out this Bolian is the guy that brings us Dixon Hill. Mm. Of course, oh, did you look it up? Is it who I said? Oh, it yes, it is, by the way. Yeah. Well done. I could, he has a very distinctive voice. Also, fun fact, he was the longest ever serving president of uh, SAG. The United States? Oh. Oh, of SAG, neat. Yeah. That's They're cool. on strike right now. They, they are. are. Solidarity. Oh, speaking of people on the show writing things, Picardo has actually written a book, The Holograms Handbook. Nice. Which is just, you know, it's... From the point of view of the EMH, about all the stuff that he does and in the show mm. and all this thing. And it sounds very cute. And Ethan Phillips has actually written the Star Trek cookbook. <laughs> oh, God bless Ethan Phillips. Isn't that adorable? Yes. Uh, I, I kind of want it now. I, I do. Same. I do love the idea that he maybe did actually do a hollow cooking cookbook and that people watch it now and he's the fucking Julia Child of the Alpha Quadrant. Yeah, but people have replicators. What are you doing? <laughs> I always cook with Talaxian brandy. Sometimes I put it in the food. <laughs> Why was it Peter Falk? Because <laughs> I can't even begin to try to do Ethan Phillips. Oh man, I I, I actually to... thought I was doing a pretty good job until you said that. So Sorry, thanks for mean, thanks for know. that. Oh no, no, that's okay. It I was... heard it. I heard it in there. I now imagine uh, Jake giving a copy to his grandfather for Christmas one year. Jake Cisco. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like, hey, Grandpa, oh, yeah, you yeah. said you wanted to, to learn about alien cooking. Well, check out this weird fucker. <laughs> he looks delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Picardo also says, and I can't tell if this is true or not, because it might have been kind of contradictory or something else on Memory Alpha, that they let him keep the smoking jacket. Oh, I hope so, because I said ages ago, I hope they did. It looks great. <laughs> it does. The opening, where he appears <laughs> and sort of is assembled, was... was Fun little bit of CG. Didn't look too bad. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. It resolved into him smoothly enough. It wasn't an awkward transition. Yeah, it was good for the time. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So remember, uh, I think it was last week I mentioned how I thought it was weird how, like, the the holodeck just completely changes Seven of Nine's appearance. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Well, here's another magic fucking thing in the holodeck. So the... The game is just... They were just playing that on the holodeck, right? Yeah. So they're still... They're yeah, real. It's a hollow novel. Yeah, and they're still people. People. Oh, I think I know what you're about so to say. So when Balana walks out of the holodeck mm-hmm. sick bay without the mobile emitter, her leg disappears. Well, if it can make things black and white, it can maybe cloak a leg. Like, her leg was really still there, and if she'd stepped down, she wouldn't have fallen. 
That yeah, is, that's a pretty. I did not notice the leg disappear. Oh that's yeah, that's, actually, why that's, she that's, that's why Tom oh. was like, "Hey, dumb dumb." I, I, thought, I thought him saying that made her turn no, around. I didn't act, notice no, the leg. leg. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't either. Her, her leg Ooh. disappeared. As if she were about? About. And I'm like, "Wow, that's that's some cool attention to detail, Doc. Good job." Mm. I mean, I guess if like that was part of his point, yeah, was like he wants the reader, the player, to just walk out and not think about having to wear their mobile emitter so maybe maybe yeah. that's intentional maybe he went out of his way to make the disappearing leg trick yeah, yeah. was it weird to anybody else because i know whenever you're playing a hollow novel kind of a thing and you can kind of like still be you're, you're a character but you're still also kind of you yeah why they didn't use your pronouns and every time oh i didn't know a different that. character referred to like Janeway playing the playing on the EMH, preferred to her as he's right there. You know, we gotta get rid of him. Yeah, because you're not playing. You're not. See, that's I think the difference, right? This is not a. It's not like a, a, a an RPG or something where you get to customize your character. You're still playing the Doctor, mm. who's a character in the novel. Okay. So, you're just you're just standing in their place, basically. Alright, so you're, it's like you're Link, but you happen to just be standing where Link is in Zelda. Yeah. Okay. It's like, play, yeah, if you, were, if you were to play Link in VR. That does, okay. though, beg another question, which I thought of, and then I forgot that I thought of it, but this just reminded me. Good, good. That's what so, we're here for. So Tom, you know, is the first one to play the game, and he does the scanning. And the thing is, we know Tom has some... Some Medical medic doctor. training. He's a nurse. Yeah. So He's the like, only one on the crew. What happens if you don't have medical training? I thought the same during thing. those scenes. Yep. You walk in the and tri- you just the tricorder probably prompt. just says it says like what press triangle to use ass. tricorder. Yeah. Or another character just like shakes you by the shoulders and you're like do the thing. Well, and plus it doesn't really matter which character you choose to save first because. Janeway's gonna come and make you fix this other person anyway. Yeah, so the just plot is it. on a track. Yeah. yeah, it's on a track, and probably like if you don't know the lingo, people probably just berate you. Mm. Like Chakotay Stupid. calls you a dum dum. Is he the one that called him a dum dum? I thought it was Paris. They all yeah, call him a dum dum. Yeah, I have to say, I was saying to Ames, I think someone has to do the George Chakotay cosplay. Yes, I think you could pull it off, Jake. With, with, the, with, with ponytail the, with, with the full, and tattoo. The full face, it, it, Bajoran tattoo. With like, a, wasn't a serpent intertwined or something? It looked like, it, I didn't get quite a good look, but it was it was pretty epic. Yeah. I, I do feel like it's a shame they put so much effort into all these alternates and we didn't get a good look at most of them. Yeah. But I'm sure someone must have in the history and of I really cons. wish we had seen, had a scene of Neelix acting like a shit to, uh, to the Doctor. What would he even look like? <laughs> it's actually just Ethan Phillips without any of the makeup on. Actually, that'd be that's, pretty good. That's what they did for Bellana. Or he's a Kazon. Oh, no. But it's Ethan Rose. Phillips. Mm. Or, uh, I don't know, what's some other fucking Delta Quadrant species? Ferengi. We're going to talk about Ethan, them Ethan, next week. <laughs> Ethan Phillips would be an interesting Ferengi. He's oh, been he an interesting be Ferengi. Ferengi a couple of times. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> speaking, speaking of, actually, the Bolian guy uh, was, was one of the Ferengi oh, that bought some of freeze-dried Quark when Quark thought he was dying. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Donatello? Yeah. Oh, Good for did him. I, did I notice it then? I don't think so. I don't think so either. He was probably very briefly appeared. Well, like, and I... also probably hard to get that distinctive voice out around all those teeth. True. All right. A- apropos of, of nothing, I want to I want to segue to a different thing. Okay. What are your guys' opinions on monkey law? And do you need me to tell you the story? Oh, is this the camera thing? This the, is the camera the thing. selfie. 
For, for, for those of you who don't know, I'll, put, I'll make sure there's a picture up on, on the website or something. But here's the story. I'm going to show these fuckers a picture because I have it handy. Oh, yeah, he's great. Look at this very dingus. I think he's a macaque. I like him. Are you? I like his face. It makes me happy. Macaque, yeah. So there's this macaque. Uh-huh. Uh, he's very handsome. And the story is, so this macaque to- basically took a selfie of himself. And the question became, who owns the copyright to this photograph? Because the nature photographer claims it should be his because he set up the camera and he befriended these macaques and made them comfortable taking photos of themselves and supposedly planned this whole thing, even though it's a little unclear because originally the story was these macaques stole his camera and ran off and came back with it full of monkey pictures. (laughs) But unclear. Uh, second option, the one that Wikipedia or Wikimedia Commons believes, is that it should be public domain because a non-human took the photo, and non-humans don't have rights for copyright. The option, option three, the monkey owns the copyright. Monkey yes. copyright. That's it. The thing is, that's the that's the case Peta was trying to make, and they're kind of schmucks. Yeah, they just do shit for attention. I hate them. If I if I was vegan, I would despise them. I'm not being I despise them. I guess what I'm saying, though, is even if I was, I'd be like, these people don't speak for me. I'd despise them if I were a member of their organization. That's how much I hate them. Fair enough. I would join them just to be the uh, a member so I could hate them more. They kill so many animals. I don't know anything about them, to be honest. I, know, oh, I mean, I know about who, PETA? I know, I know, I know what PETA is. I, I don't know. Yeah, no, they are. They are. Whether I should hate them. Oh no, they are. They are genuinely bad people. Are they? They they do like genuinely slaughter many animals every they, year. They like literally adopt a shelter full of dogs and then kill them because they think it's better for the dogs to be dead than to be slaves to people. And also, they target children and tell them that their parents are murderers because they cook meat and mm. they suck. What do they think about Taco Bell? <laughs> Not fans. I'd imagine. So anyway, Monkey Law. There are some vegetarian options. That's true. Uh, Yeah. So Monkey Law, I just thought of it because of this episode and who owns the rights and all of this stuff. And I was just curious, like... What was the decision ultimately? Public domain or... I think the the decision, it was that because the the monkey can't own the copyright, that it should be public domain. Cool. The photographer has been very upset about it because I guess it means he's not making money and he's he's like in ruins now because of this monkey thing. When really, the point was to bring attention to the monkeys so that they they do better, and people now know about the monkeys. I like this monkey. I don't usually like monkeys because of the whole Uncanny Valley thing, but this monkey's all right. Yeah, I like he this monkey. Like he nice cool. I mean, the other nice thing, though, like, I'd buy a car from this monkey. <laughs> He's like, what's it going to take to get you into this, uh, this Honda Accord today? I don't know. That's a monkey car. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I think I understand the photographer's point of view on it. Yeah, uh, I mean, I do, I do. It's on his camera. It belongs to him, as far as yeah, I'm it's concerned. On his camera. That's his. So, so if I took his camera and took a picture, would it still be his picture? No. What? Well, Why not? Because you... do I have to make an agreement with him about whose whose picture is on his no, camera? I think if you take the photo, it's your photo. Well, then but if I drop my camera and the shutter clicks and. You know, be, you know, just find the force of it hitting the ground. I didn't intentionally take that picture, uh, but I would say I if and like it, then it just happened to be like an awesome picture of something. I don't know, falling at the ground. A great foot pick. 
Oh. It's gross. <laughs> it's a different website. Wiki feet. Well, what's interesting too now, of course, is we're we're recording this in the midst of the rise of of AI writers, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, Monkey writers. And now apparently, I, mean, I don't know the full details, but basically, because a lot of these AI things, you know, call the internet and such for information to base their work on. Apparently, they are now there's a group of people suing these programs for copyright infringement. <laughs> but that's you know. Then the argument becomes, how is that like that versus someone who became a writer after reading a bunch of other works and yada yada. But of course, I think the real argument with these current programs is that they're not actually artificially intelligent yet. They're bots at best. Yeah, yeah. The doctor, they're, they're mimicking things they've seen online. Yeah, the doctor is a type of advanced program we don't have yet. Like, I don't think there's yet a question of the sapience of our programs. Like, the biggest scare quotes part, really, of any of these AI artists isn't even artist. It's AI. I... Are better read on this stuff than we are, but... That's how you would pronounce... pronounce <laughs> AI. Oh, I thought you were... <laughs> God damn it. That was great. I love it. You got me. Jesus, are we done? It's 100 degrees in here. Oh, oh, God. Whip through it, Jake. Alright, here we go. But wait, I haven't shit on John Torres enough. Oh, yeah, wait, yeah, I want to do that too briefly. Fuck that guy. Fuck John Torres. Just showing up all... Oh, well, then I realized... Yeah, fuck you. She never should have called him. She should have gone fuck himself and touch him. Like, good for you, darling. So are we to understand that Bellana's mother actually is It does sound like she died, Apparently. Less said about that, Unrelated to Barge of the Dead, I hope. Oh, fucking episode. I'm I'm assuming the writers just didn't remember that that was not real. (laughs) No, to them it is real. I really, again, do not understand why Threshold gets as much shit as it does when something like Barge of the Dead exists. More like Barge of the Shit. Yeah. And Robbie (laughs) was great in Threshold. He was. And he was a cute lizard. Aww. Lizard. The hell's the next episode called? I've already forgotten. The next episode is called Chris. Good, thank you for asking. It's called Friendship One. Right, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so in Friendship One, turns out that uh, so now again we're because we're in we did not hit the reset button after last week. By the way, we're still in constant contact with Earth and Barkley. Was it Barkley? I think it was Barkley called up. No, it wasn't. No, it was Admiral. Admiral. Right. It was, ad, it was Admiral. The name should be on the card. Yeah, it wasn't it was even ad, Paris. Admiral Blimey. Richardson. Yeah. Whatever. I can't read. Uh, it was Admiral something or other. Very British. Very. Uh, I give you the card. <laughs> old professor of Janeways from her college days. Everyone's fucking... They always knew the admirals at some point. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So he calls well, up... The like, admiral's gotta come from somewhere. Oh, Catherine, my dear. I was hoping I could impose upon you to do this one thing for me. Ah, we've lost a ship. We've lost a ship many years ago, and we'd like you to go check it out. And I'm Irish for some reason. Yes, he was I was going to say he's become happened. quite Irish. Interesting. Um, Good anyway. choice. Uh, so yeah, tidy, tidy, tidy. He said. Uh, Grandpa Admiral uh, basically uh, tells Janeway. I believe it's Admiral Grandpa. Thank <laughs> you. You. Um, he tells Janeway that there is a this spaceship that ever apparently everyone's very familiar with because it was the first like, deep space probe that Earth launched after the discovery of warp. Yes, full of our secrets. Morons! It's basically, uh, you know, like a... a, Attack here! (laughs) A Voyager or a... What was the other one? Pioneer? Yeah. Uh, Whatever. It's like one one of those things that we send out that is to, like, greet aliens. But now we have warp drive, so we can send it really fucking fast. 
And it, you know, for a long time it was pinging back home, but then they lost contact with it. Uh, and this is like in the 20th, the 20th century. So here we now are, or in the 21st century, I guess. So here we are now in the 24th century, and Admiral Dad is like... No, no, that's, that's, the Admiral is Discovery Guy. Oh, Admiral, Admiral, whatever. <laughs> Admiral Look Nelson. Look name on the card. Oh, there it is. Hendrix. I swear we already had another Admiral Hendrix. We probably did. Anyway, he's like, yeah, it's in your it's in your neck of the woods, so why don't you take a little break and uh, check it out. Take a break from, you know, heading home, which you've been <laughs> trying to do for the last seven fucking years. Take a couple months to go check out this probe, why don't you? So she does, and they do, and then, they, and then Harry Kim comes up with a way to search for it that's more efficient, because... Of course he did. He's so cool now. Now yeah. that he plays all that sax. Yeah, he's, got, he's got that big, big Bill energy. Um, and they find it, and it's, or they find it on a planet, and they get to the planet. It's all covered. The planet's covered in radiation. They're like, oh shit, we got to take the, the flyer down. We can't beam down with all this radiation. So they get down there, like, huh? There's like some ruined ass cities down here. Uh, oh, and by the way, it's it, the away team includes none other than our good friend Joe Carey. Who <laughs> is what everyone else is asking? Oh, no, was, I didn't. He's the one that should have been chief engineer, but he got showed up by Balana. I knew exactly who he was. Nice. Um, I knew he was the one that was gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Joe, Joe Carey's back. I was kind after, of bummed they killed him after several years. To be to be uh, a red shirt. Well, he Guess who's up, back? He showed up a few weeks ago too. Oh, I've already made no, that he joke. did not. He has not been on the show in years. This is the first he's been back in a long time. No, I swear. Didn't he show up for uh, was Kess's? Like oh, but that was him in the past. So it's so it's different. Okay. But but it was yeah. But wasn't that him? Yeah, I think he was in the past. You. Yeah, he might have been in that, but he wasn't. He hasn't been seen in like I assumed he had died. Mm. Already. No, that's right. Um, <laughs> Justice for Hutch. Wait. Uh, zombie carry. Oh, God. Yeah. One of he those. Was a zombie? He's still alive? <laughs> oh, man. That was what my fanfic was going to be. But I can't do it now because I don't get any characters that are going to work for that. Damn. Zombie Barkley? What? <laughs> no, Hutch. Okay, please, please continue. It's quite warm, Jay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we have several hours to go. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, so they fucking did this thing. Where uh, they find... I don't know. I lost my train of thought. No idea what's happening. What am I doing? What show am I on? You know what's really <laughs> shitty is that I definitely watched this episode and I cannot remember anything. Oh, and that's there. right. So yes, they, oh, they kill Hutch. So, so they, Jerry. Kill, they kill Joe Kim. Yeah, so they're well, They get captured. Yeah, they get captured. With the getting captured. Yeah, so they find the probe, or wow. the, the remains of it, and it's on this ruined planet, and then they get captured by these fucking monster people. Well, it turns out the monster people are the original inhabitants of this planet. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wait, you're the fuckers that sent us this probe? Off with their heads! Because uh, it turns out the probe, which included all these instructions on how to build, like, warp travel and antimatter and all this other shit. Uh, Weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, this was all pre, pre-prime directive, and it yeah. shows, because the first c- civilization that it encountered was like, Oh, sweet antimatter, and just probably destroyed themselves. Although not the way you'd expect. Yeah, I can't remember what happened, but they they oh they tried to I don't know whatever they blew themselves up. They blew they it. Put off. it in the microwave and it exploded. Yes, I hate when that happens. Uh, mm-hmm. Damn dirty apes and their photographs. 
They blew it up. So they, uh... finally made a monkey out of me. And (laughs) monkey law! (laughs) Yes. Um... And there's, like, this leader of, like, the survivors who's a real piece of shit. Oh, he's the worst. He kills Carrie just for fun. What an asshole. Just to make a point. They they also manage to capture another guy who's less of an asshole and who's, like, a scientist-type guy. And he and they and they're like, oh, we can treat him with nano magic probes. We do that all the time. <laughs> they do that. They cure him of his monster syndrome, turn him into a real boy, and then he manages to figure out a way to to remove all the radiation from the atmosphere. And then they do. Uh, and um, Jagoff learns that uh, oh, the humans aren't jerks after all. I don't know that he learned that. Well, he at least. Came to accept it enough. He was deposed. Yes. Yeah. And now so many of that planet's people are going to be descended from that first guy who was cured. Because he is officially the hottest man on that planet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there is a new baby. That's true. Uh, Borg Borg baby makes a little appearance. Oh, God. When it (laughs) was born. Oh. And the legs. Oh, yeah, the dead, like, the dead rubbery there legs. There clearly wasn't even a fake like leg in there. Because like, uh, even even if the baby was not alive, the leg would not move like that. Because there would be a bone in there. I mean, we don't know if the species has jelly. bones. You're just assuming, bone. you're just assuming They bones. could have a series of fluid-filled bladders like Kif. Yeah. So this was kind of, yeah, it was, it was decent. Because we've done a lot of, oh, this is why the Prime Directive's important episodes. But this one did it in a different way that I enjoyed. Yeah. Did you? Oh, wow. kind of cool, because it was like, because they're setting it up like, oh, God, they got the probe, and they made super weapons, and they killed themselves. And they're like, nope! We built a power plant using tech we didn't fully understand, and we had a planet-wide Chernobyl. Thanks. That's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty rough. Yeah, nuclear winter doesn't look pleasant. No, yeah, it just doesn't. Like, it looks a lot like regular winter, actually. <laughs> but the fact that which as we know sucks. Dude, like, first of all, I was having, I was struggling to figure out the timeline here. Like, how long has this planet been fucked for? Yeah, probably a. Well, because they say that they lost contact with the probe. Hundred and thirty years ago. Yeah, I thought hundred thirty years something. I don't know. Whatever. They lost thirty would make more sense. Hundred and thirty. It was launched four years after Conquering's warp play, if that helps at all. Yeah, but then they say that they lost contact yeah, with Yeah, that it. I missed, so I don't know. But like, also, I don't know the rest, but I like, had that one fact. Here's the thing. It, ha- it has to have fallen through a wormhole or something, because at most, that motherfucker was warp five, and it's in the Delta Quadrant now. Like, hmm. It slingshotted a bunch of times. Something. It's in the future. <laughs> also, though, I love the idea of, like, you know, the humans build this thing, they send it off. You know, and then they tell the Vulcans they've done that. And the Vulcans are like, you did fucking what? Son of a bitch. That's why we're going to keep a closer eye on you idiots. Probably. Yeah, but how long have these people been here? How, how old are they? Have they been here since the planet was destroyed? Or are these the descendants? I assume descendants. Yeah, I assume they were kind of like quickening planet. And that they were always... They, they, they all came out gross. Yeah. Yeah. The baby looked fine. Nah, it had some little lumps. Did it? It, it did. did. Yeah, they bring it up to the ship and Doctor cures it of its lumps. Uh, sends it back down. It's like, if they send you down there, you're going to get lumps anyway, but it only fine. Has, only has the lumps it's supposed to have. Because mm. it's an alien Those lovely Trek. baby lumps. Yeah, I, I was thinking that too. But yeah, not, not in a creepy way. No, I know. All right. Uh, no, just, 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 just lumpy. Yeah. 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 All right, lumps. But yeah, I don't know. I thought it was, I, I guess I kind of like this, the fact that they kind of, do a twist, you know, where it's like, no, no, it wasn't war. It was, you gave a child a nuclear reactor 
like and you do. the obvious happened. Yeah, but it, yeah, but here's the thing. It licked it. They, they gotta accept some responsibility. Oh yeah, no, no, they 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 were totally cross-eyed and like laying all the blame at humanity's feet. Yeah, that was well, dumb. But it really it was mostly that one guy. Like nobody else really seemed to be mad. That's true. It was really just were, him. He was telling them to be mad, so they were mad, just mad enough. Like the like the chick we meet, Bryn, is like, I'm not supposed to bring you food. Because Varen told me not to. And they're like, bring us food, please. And she's like, okay, because I'm pregnant and nice. Well, she was supposed to bring him food. She was supposed to bring him his medical kit. Oh, well, fine. Which they eventually gave in to because he was like, I can probably maybe save her kid possibly. Yeah, Varen seems like a real scumbag. Yeah, he's awful. He's, he's, He's not good. Like, he definitely is not really ever sympathetic. Like, you can see why he's mad, but he's refusing to, to get out of his anger. Whereas other people are willing to be like, you know, these people seem kind of okay. Like, maybe we are misunderstood. You know, maybe it wasn't on purpose. Maybe it was just a colossal fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys read or seen Contact? Oh, God. It's been a thousand years, but I definitely saw it Yeah, once. it's like aliens send us the instructions for how to build this machine. And everyone's all like, this is stuff we've never even heard of. We're learning how to even use the elements like this as we go. Yeah. Should we even be doing this? Are we, t- are we like ants to these people? And it's like... Yes, you people are ants. Stop building the machine. I mean, I think that that's the interesting thing with Friendship One, of course, is like, this was, humans were just getting out of anthood. They're still like half ant, and they're just like, let's make this thing and throw it out and meet other ants. <laughs> Crawling out of anthood is awesome. Let's go help other people do that. And it's like, oh, this is why you can't, or at least not like this. Well, you came think, out of the cocoon all messed up. You'd also think, though, that, like, so assuming, I, I think it would be much slower than Warp 5, right? Because how, how long after? Four five, years, four, I said. Right. So the Warp 5 engine was only developed by Jonathan Archer's father. That wasn't established yet, though. I know, I know. But, but like. Yes, no, I know. It would probably be Warp 2 yeah. at most. Let's say Warp, let's get, let's be generous say this Warp is, 2. It, it, this is also unmanned, if that makes a difference. I don't think... I don't know that it does. Okay. I think, I think like, they're still limited to the size, or to, like, specific warp engine capacity. Okay. Not not that it would physically crush everyone on the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just think the, the, the ability of humanity to make a better engine didn't exist so, like, yet. Here's the thing. If, so, say it, say it was going warp 2. Sure. It was going warp 2. As soon as a warp three ship got invented, true, they could just catch up to it in like a day. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> it's like a logarithmic scale. I mean, when fucking Archer's dad made the warp five engine, yeah, it's like, oh, hey, look, we just went, we just drove by Friendship One. See ya. <laughs> Let's pick that motherfucker up now that we have a prime directive. Yeah, that was the thing because at first, too, Jake, I had the similar thought of just like. Why do they care about picking up this old ass? It's like, oh, because it might land somewhere it shouldn't. That's why they want to try to intercept it. And tell somebody Too how late. to yeah, tell somebody how to make a nuclear reactor. And they never said that outright. But and they put it, it in the microwave. Yeah, but it tied into the larger idea, so I appreciated that. It's like, thank you for showing and not telling. Also, Admiral British was Hendrix? Isaac Newton in Death Wish. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Not, however, Isaac Newton, who played cards with Data. That was a different oh. actor. Different oh, rats. Newton. Yeah, I did notice that that woman, Bryn, previously played Elizabeth Lentz in Explorers, 
that like valedictorian woman who Julian was all jealous of. Oh no she, shit! She got the good posting and blah blah blah. And the post ganglionic whatever. Sure. That the one question he got wrong. He got it wrong on purpose because of his brain thing. Yep. Ganglionic cockbag. Got him. <laughs> so did you? I don't know. When I said I, I kind of like this, you seemed surprised. Did you? What did you think of it? It was fine. I just thought it because it was like a lot of stuff we've seen already. It's mm, fair. Like like when we first started talking about, oh yes, this ship, the thing. I was like, oh, you're gonna talk about the Phil Morris ship? We already I saw that. Thought that we've already done this. I, that was my thought too. But then it turned into a prime directive thing, which we've also <laughs> seen, but in different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, my first thought was, are we just redoing Phil Morris? Oh no, okay. But with not Phil Morris, fuck it. Yeah, he was the only good part of that episode. He was a great part of that episode. I liked that the children's toy that they found in the in the rubble was playing the same song that the probe played. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. It looked like a weapon. It really it did. When they're like, it could be a weapon, like it's probably it a looks weapon. Like a grenade, Jesus. A Put it away. That was a boring ass toy, though. Just play. Yeah, that's song. not really a toy. That's. I mean, unless maybe it's also a puzzle and they just didn't get to that part. Because it didn't have all the lights on it, mm. maybe. Maybe, yeah. Oh, like that puzzle we saw last episode that Tuvok gave at the baby sh- at the Was it the actual baby shower or the hollow baby Hollow baby shower, shower I think. Because okay. we didn't actually see the real baby shower. Man, so the holodeck figured out what Tuvok was going to give Bolana for the baby shower. Maybe she already knew. Maybe he told her. Uh, I don't know. Wasn't there, there was also some weird puzzle... That, like, 3D lights out puzzle that somebody was playing? Oh, that was in, um... Yeah, was, everyone on the ship was obsessed with it, and we thought it was gonna, like, play a bigger part in the story, but it was really just about... In which episode? I don't remember. I, don't remember. I know there was one... I remember the puzzle, but... There was one very early in Deep Space Nine that Jadzia was playing. Once. No, no, this was a Voyager okay, one. Okay, this was a Voyager one. Oh, the one where she was like, Julian, try to, like... Yeah. And he was like, ooh, pfft. Oh, my came accidentally. I oh, no. Oh, God. I have to pretend I'm stupid. Oh, yeah, good point. He probably could have done that shit really easy. Mm-hmm. Oh, have I thought of that? Yeah, in hindsight. Yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff in hindsight has to be written off as he was playing dumb, literally. Mm. So which which game are you talking? About? There's one. There's a light game going around like Voyager. A lights outside. Oh, okay. Game. And, and didn't, a, didn't someone hand it to Seven and she solved it with one button or yeah, something? I think so, okay, yeah. yes, this yeah, does yeah, sound like familiar. Oh, it's one of those ones where you have to push the buttons and it takes the lights out. Yeah, and the lights out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Isn't that a what... thing that exists in real life? Yeah, but yeah. this one was the th- like a three D futurized version of it. Is yeah, it a version that really exists, not three D. No, it was, no, it was like just a, a plain like grid. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, there might be a three D one by now. Who the fuck? Well, no, no, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Just whatever. Was it? Oh. Was it Think Tank? No, it wasn't. Never mind. Whatever. I have no it's idea. It's not important. Yeah, it's not. Sorry. So, someone will, will message us. We seem to be dwelling on this. It, will be it is awfully hot Our still. brains are melted. It's still very hot. It's late. It's hot. We're tired. That's the episode title. It's been a long day. All right. How about that blogtivity? I have notes she has still. A lot of notes. All right. Oh, Everybody shut the fuck up and let Ames do what she's got to do. Go All right, so we the don't. Floor is yours. So we don't let Torres come with us, even though Torres is like, it's fine that I can go down into the nuclear winter while pregnant, because pregnant women should have the same rights as everyone. And everyone's like, no, no, Torres, you stay on the ship. This, this is the one time where misogyny actually might be right. But the thing is, but it's not misogyny. It's it's fucking common sense. It's only you. Like, if she went down there for a couple hours, it'd been fine. There was a fucking lady who literally lived there in the fucking radiation. Yeah, and she had a stillborn. A lot of them, fixed, I think. They fixed it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not even, oh, it didn't even take the doctor. Tom fucking Paris fixed it. 
That's true. Tom did a great... Tom is, the, is uh, like, nurse extraordinaire this week. He's the only the one. Shot. It's going to get to the point, he's going to get back to the Alpha Quadrant and realize he has accidentally done enough work to actually just be an MD now. Basically. Speaking like of Trapper John. Speaking of Neelix helped, both these episodes this week has some great ambassador Neelix moments. Because back in Author, Author, like Neelix goes over to Doc and is like, I really liked your play, like your hollow novel, and here's what I liked about it, and here's here's what you should do now because you're a nice guy, right? And it's like, mm, oh, you're smooth. True. You're smooth, Neelix, and he I is, love it. He is. In this episode, he's also super smooth because he goes up to Varen and he's like, oh yeah, these humans, I used to not like these humans, but you know what? If, if you really get to know them, they still fucking suck, but if you really get to know them after that, you don't want to kill them. And it's like, Neelix, damn. Well, and they also, yeah, again... Yeah, then Varen is like, no, bitch, you don't know my life. They, yeah, they also, his job. again, remembered the continuity. You know, oh, my planet was fucking wiped out by weapons. Also, I feel like he was probably being at least a little honest when he was like, they do take themselves too seriously. Yeah. It's like, I think that was the truth. That was not an act. I think that's what he said specifically because he just watched the author, author episode. Mm. Yeah. Damn humans, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am a little bummed about... Not that I've missed him, but I'm a little bummed about Joe Carey getting... It just seems so unnecessary. It random yeah. to bring him back. It felt like they a... Had no, no, they had no further opportunities, so it's like they had to do it to somebody, it right? It made more sense. Like, if they wanted to kill off, a, like, a seldom-used character, like a minor character... Don't you dare say Ayala. Flutter. Uh... I have the list here. Did they Who already they kill, so, Wait, they already killed... Did they already kill Savannah Wildman? Is she no, alive? she's no, fine. she's alive. In fact, here's, here's my list. I have seen her in a long time. Here's my list. Uh, so, uh, Ken Biller gave um, Michael Fuller and Michael Taylor... Were they both Michaels? Brian Fuller. Brian Fuller and Michael Taylor. Ooh, I know who it should have been. Thanks, Jake. Uh, he says, the Jorn girl from Good Shepherd. Can I... Can I... Tell you? I want to guess before. She's the one on the list. Oh, I want to oh. guess before you, you see. That's the point of guessing. Yeah. So there was a list of potential murders. Yeah. So he says, okay, you can kill some. You can kill a recurring character because we've only got a couple episodes left. And if you're gonna do it, you got to do it now. Why do they have to do it? I don't fucking know. Michael Taylor really wanted to kill Tal Celeste. Yeah. Hmm. And Jake seems to agree. I think that would would have worked. They should have killed Bug. The other ones they considered were Forrick and Samantha Wildman. I think mm-hmm. if it were Sam- if it were Samantha Wildman, then it would kind of be a Naomi episode. Well, You'd have also, to deal yeah, with. Yeah, they would. But and they also like they basically did that. Oh already. yeah, when she was like on that away mission that disappeared. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. And she, yeah, they and, like, I, I honestly can't remember. Couldn't also, remember she survived. She was on that Voyager that exploded. Yeah, she died. She dies all. That's the time. not really her Naomi. Almost as much as Harry. Kim. Not her Samantha. I mean, not her Naomi. Um, Whatever. But yeah, so. But no, it felt we like we haven't seen Samantha Wildman. I think in like no, it's been ages. Yeah, it's been a while. But I was, like, it felt like without any actual spoilers. But it felt like a Picard death. Like you brought someone back just to kill them. Oh yeah, fuck off. Yeah, and I know, like, when they said, "Oh man, as soon as people see that Carrie's here, they know they're going to kill him off because he's not one of the main characters, and we're in the situation." And like, here's the thing about Carrie. Like, he's fine, but like. I feel like we only know about him, like, because he had that weird competition with Belana. Yeah. And because he was, he participated in the trying to steal the fake, the crazy transporter technology. Oh, yeah. Like, those are, like, the two things that I can think of where, like, oh, yeah, he was involved in that. But other than that, he was basically, like, he was Ayala level. He was, like, a background character. There's no personality there. I don't know anything about him. 
pretty sure Ayala's in more episodes. He's oh, never said sure anything. He's got way Ayala, fewer lines. Ayala, yeah, Ayala's basically just a body, a, you know, someone to stand around. I think that that's why I think Tal Celeste would have made way more sense because that's a character that we know. Yeah, and who we kind of redeemed a little bit. Yeah, and we have or, or told that was redeemed, not shown. And we've also seen her far more recently than we've seen Joe Carey. So he apparently did appear once. He was in Relativity. He was in Fury, and then he was in Friendship One. Yeah, but in Relativity, he was in the past again. Yes, yeah, I'm sure. Yes. That was also the case in that was also the case in Relativity. He was on the pre-launch voyage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. But so really, he hasn't appeared in present day Voyager since, since season one. Yeah, but I, I gotta admit, when he showed up, I didn't expect him to croak because again, we had seen him, and they brought back Chell for shits and giggles, That's and he true. lived a few weeks ago. So that was just a part of this whole like season seven victory lap thing yeah and they tried to do the, the tried to pull the oh no he'll be fine because he's transferring over and he's transferring over because you know he's not one of the main characters but yeah. oh nope he's transported over as a corpse yeah it was dumb and i hated it come on voyager grow a fucking pair kill off neelix it's only six episodes no. left you could have totally killed a major character just to fuck with people you know i would have agreed with you many many years ago i would have said yes fuck that guy but no, no it's don't not hurt me it's not a fuck that guy it's like a legit yeah if you want to hurt me kill, kill someone yeah, i care kill, about kill somebody we care about I'm kill like, harry kim each fuck it. oh i i mean i'm get not gonna it, lie get, get it fucking over with that poor bastard's been through so much shit <laughs> i mean that's like, why he can never die i didn't I was annoyed because it felt unnecessary, not because I care about Carrie. Like, legit, I probably would have been more upset if they had, say, killed Chell. Mm-hmm. And it would have been fucking awesome if they killed Bug. What were we saying this Bug? Uh, the shitty guy from... The particularly shitty guy from Good Shepherd. Okay. Yeah. The one who, like, tried to have a noble sacrifice. And I was like, fuck, no. Kill him. That would have been amazing. Yeah, kill that guy. Fuck I mean, that guy. I think... Yeah. I, I, I just said that. Oh. See, they can't kill kill Bug because Janeway did it in one of her off hours. No, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Good for her. That's actually where the doctor was inspired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to his to his book. Oh fuck! I should have put him on my best villains list. Hey, that's, that's, a, that's actually why Janeway was so pissed off. She's like, I told I told you never to tell anybody about me <laughs> killing that fucking piece of shit. Oh, speaking of people on our best uh, villains <laughs> list, thank you. Perfect segue, and I've run out of notes. Thank God. It's, very, it's so warm. It's so we apologize. It's also like 10, oh, 10.30. It's late. It's late. What we have not apo- recorded this. What are you apologizing for? These people are listening to this in the comfort of their own homes, yeah. probably sitting in oh, front of the Oh, just the sheer bonkerness of this episode. they got to get to bed, too, our listeners. So. Mm. All right, so listeners, when we're done talking about villains, you can go to bed. But first, we're going to talk about all the great villains in Voyager. Fuck it, it's late. I'm just going to... I'm going to just snap right into mine. Go for it. Go fast. Like a Slim Jim. How much overlap? We'll see. Because probably this one with at least Jake, probably. Uh, my number one from the tippy top, Anorax. Yes. Mm. He's a good one. He's such a compelling villain. They give him such a great story. He's good. You almost root for the guy and you're like, but you're such a dick. A little bit. <laughs> and you know, expert, expertly played by uh, Red Foreman, Kurtwood Smith. There we go. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Uh, number two on the list, I'm going to say Arturis, who was the guy... Oh, God, Jake, what's his actor's name? Help. Uh, Arturis, what episode? I don't fucking... Hope and Fear. 
He's the guy that kidnapped Seven and Janeway in the Dauntless. Oh, oh, Ray Wise. The Ray Wise guy. Yeah, he was good. He was interesting. And again, he had this tragic backstory that you can understand what his character's going through. And he plays everyone so goddamn well. Like a fucking fiddle. And good for him. Uh, the last one is almost a toss-up, except it's not really a toss-up. Because I gotta give... I, I can't not give it to Borg Queen. You know, you guys know how much I love Borg Queen. Every yeah. time we see her, it's a joy. She's fantastic. For a hot second, I considered Seska, but Seska can't win against Seska's Borg no Queen. Locks. But she's entertaining. Is she? Yes. Her <laughs> wow. fucking pregnancy Harmonized. ploy is fucking hilarious. Right. But I gotta give my third to Borg Queen, because she's a fabulous bitch. I had initially thought and then immediately realized why I was wrong. I was expecting your boy Lon Suter. But it's like, but Ames doesn't exactly consider him a villain. He's a hero. Jake, you go. I'll go. Yeah, I also said Anorax. Yay. I said Captain Ransom. I thought you would. That's a good one. From Equinox. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I said, I don't know how to say it, but uh, Kashik? Kashik? Okay, yeah. Yeah, from Counterpoint. Counterpoint. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Sex sex enemy. Yeah, sex enemy. Yeah, the sexiest of sex enemies. Kashyyyk is the Wookiee homeworld, so I hope he's Kashyyyk. Yeah, I don't know. I said Kashyyyk as well. Oh, cool. Nice, well done. He's great. I am embarrassed to admit I did not think of some of the ones you thought of, because they are much better, but I don't care. Uh, Living Witness Janeway. Yes, that was the other one I was hoping someone would say. Um... Because goddamn, she was having fun. And fuck it, Dr. Chaotica. Yeah, good list, Chris. <laughs> Exclamation point. But what about Caitlin? This really sucks because I had my list at work and then I left it there like an idiot. You oh, idiot. no. Well, I will say. As briefly, if you weren't at work long enough today. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Dr. Kadan. Oh, yeah. From workforce. Yeah, yeah. he's a slimy oh. fucker. Yeah, he's done yeah. the most. I wish I could remember who my second one was, because I remember who my third one was, and that one's the best. Um, Do you remember the episode? Any kind of hint you could give us? Great villains. Oh, I said Pank. Yay! Actually. Your boy Pank? My boy Pank. That's a good one. He's also so slimy. He is. He is slimy. And finally... also slimy? Huh? What? So your third one also slimy? Consider the slime. The third one is the greatest villain of all. Henry Janeway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Fuck that piece of shit. Oh, God. Good list. Earlier I messaged Chris and was like, can I say Henry Janeway? And he's like, I don't see why not. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Fuck that guy. I'm surprised nobody said Ed Begley Jr. from... Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, too. I didn't consider Ransom, but I did consider Max. I considered Um, Max. Max, see, that's like, Max is more villainous. But Ransom's Ransom is more interesting. He's an yeah. interesting villain, yeah. Yeah, like Max is just an evil. Like, the Ransom, thing is, like is Ransom, like, kind of gets a little redemption uh, when he agrees to help. Yeah, well, like, I feel like Ransom is a man who was broken by his circumstance. Max didn't take that long to break. Yeah. Max was just like, actually, you know what? Evil sounds fun. Let's do a murder. Jake's theme this for this batch is going to be broken by circumstance. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. That fixes that, because I always have the most trouble thinking of themes for, for Jake's picks. Good luck for mine. What's the theme for mine? We'll see. Caitlin's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> they might just be slimy idiot. motherfuckers. She's we'll like, see. that's your theme every time, dummy. <laughs> oh, God. Dum-dum. What the fuck does he call her? 
I think Dum Dum. Yeah. God, I hate Henry Janeway so much. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> we all should have said Henry Janeway three times. Yeah, you're right. actually really all disappointments. Oh, I'm just guy. kidding. I didn't mean it. That was really rude. I'm sorry. Well, you're forgiven. Thank you. Something, something. That's just your novel version. I don't. I don't. It's late. James, Jake us out. We're Jake out. All right. Next week, we got more of this to go. Wait, wait, wait. Did you tell us yours? I did. You went first. I went Fuck first. Me. Okay, I'm sorry. It was Anorex, Arturus, and Borg Queen. Right. I'm sorry. I'm asleep. I don't know what's <laughs> happening anymore. All right, we guys, we only have two more installments no. of Voyager left. Holy shit! Now, granted, next week we do have to get through three because God. the final is a is Damn a it. is a finale, and oh. the finale is going to take stand on its own. It, yeah. it kind of has to be its own thing, which means next week we're squeezing in three. So that just means we're doing even less Voyager than we I'm could. So sad. We're such jerks. Oh God! All I right. don't want to end. But just think, we're almost to to Enterprise. I don't the, want it to end. The last uh. season of Enterprise is supposed to be quite good. Can we, um, cause it, cause it's over after that? Or? No, because it actually starts finding its yeah, Can we, we just do, it's can we just do Deep Space Nine again, do you think? From, there to, from here to there. Jake did it. All right. Next week though, three episodes, like I said, they're going to be Natural Law, Homestead, Renaissance Man. Da Vinci's back. I hope so. Neat. All right. So yeah, definitely be following along on your podcast platform of choice. We'll be there doing the thing. We've only got the two Voyager episodes and then some other fun stuff before we launch into everyone's favorite Star Trek Enterprise. Uh, until then, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. This list of villains will be up on the blog. It's at the Tumblr. Click the link. Do the thing. I'm exhausted. This has been Ames. I'm literally falling asleep. This has been Caitlin. Hi, I'm falling asleep. I'm Jake. <laughs> I barely know where I am. This is Chris. Alright, everyone go to bed. <laughs> I know, it depends on what you eat. Uh, ooh. If you have that gold-flecked liquor, it might... Goldschlager. Goldschlager. Yeah. Gold... Nickelschlager. Shit, it's part, it's part of a pit puzzle in Grim Fandango. There aren't enough different schlagers, are there? <laughs> Hit record. I already did. Oh, thank God. All right, let's silence there it. There aren't enough schlagers. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs>